very warm welcome to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you will enjoy this podcast. Hi Ramandeep, how are you? It's good to have you on to the show. Hi Ashish, I am very very well. Thank you so much. I hope uh, you are uh, you know doing well as well. Great. Wonderful. Likewise, Ramandeep. So let's get started. Uh so yeah, so Ramandeep please tell us a little bit about yourself first then we'll deep dive uh, into the venture which you have started uh so ashish um, uh, like uh, i think i have about 10 years of experience in the beauty industry i'll just give you a brief background about myself um so i have uh, i have been associated uh, my father was the founder of the brand blue heaven which is a mastige uh, cosmetics brand it is one of the biggest uh, brands in the country so i have had the chance to work uh, seamlessly for the last 10 years and uh, just thought uh, you know while every one was sort of you know the things were moving towards a more day to see you know area so i just thought that uh, why not start uh, a day to see brand which is Uh, very different from uh, what i have done before so hoping in all hopes people like it <laughs> okay great so uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, what is uh, the brand i think if i'm able to pronounce correctly please do correct me uh, license skin care so what it, it is all about yeah, so it is listen yeah, yeah. So listen okay perfect yeah. so uh, aish yeah so ashish uh, so we named our brand listen i think that we did a lot of research uh, on the competitive landscape and in the the industry landscape as well and we've been working on this on the last uh, i think about one and a half two years so that is when we actually started uh, the conception of the brand uh, listen uh, so while doing a lot of research on the cosmeceutical uh, sort of the products which combine uh, cosmetics and you know with some medical benefits so we did a lot of research and on our research i found that most of the brands uh, were very mundane very very platonic in their communications they did not speak to a consumer on an emotional empathetic level and it was all about before and after for from the landscape i saw uh, at that time so i think what um, led me to sort of launch listen is uh, i thought that there was a major miss in terms of a purpose led uh, brand which also talks to the humans who use the product and we also you know sort of we are trying to uh, get to light the emotional side also because uh, skin like everything else in this world has its own problems has its own uh good days and bad days so which we did not see any other uh, brand or any other uh, you know company speak about it to any length so it was more platonic it was just about the before and afters mm-hmm. and that is what uh, i wanted to change so hence i think that is why we named the brand listen uh, because uh, uh, we thought that you know we wanted to listen to the consumers emotional side as well 
very apt very apt so let me ask you this ramandeep um, uh, working in a family business versus starting your own right i mean it's a completely uh, different ball game altogether so uh, what yeah. sort of led you uh, to spearhead this thing and what sort of challenges you face you know or what sort of uh, what has been your learning from these two different role uh, uh, in shift of these two different role Uh, so i think uh, more i'll be very honest uh, and very frank i think uh, family businesses uh, have their own uh, challenges and like many believe it's not very easy to fit into a family business because i think uh, you get while you get the advantage of you know having a well oiled uh, machine at your disposal mm-hmm. but uh, there is also an inertia what we call there is a will to not change much um that is prevalent i think it's human tendency so i think when i joined to i think where we are right now it's i am very proud of the journey uh, you know i have had with my family business it it has you know helped me uh, grow it has shaped me to who i am and uh, to start this uh, to get the guts Uh, to start this venture all by myself uh, i think credit to i think uh, the 10 years that i have given uh, to my family business because i got a chance to learn everything and i was exposed to you know right from uh, you know the complete order funnels so right from the orders to the sales to the marketing to the productions so everything uh, shaped me uh, and helped me you know to take certain decisions certain understandings i could derive of the market of the consumer behavior so all those things really helped me a lot uh, coming to the second point ashish uh, it's it's a different beast uh, <laughs> running a startup it's a very different beast it's very difficult uh, i think uh, i i think i have all those people who have made it successfully they have a lot of my respect because i think it's a very tough nut to crack and it's a very competitive market uh, right now i think uh, over the past 2 3 years i think india has seen an immense uh, i think bombardment of uh, you know blo- uh, blossoming of a lot of new brands so i think for the customer it's 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 a win win situation but for uh, brands it has become a very very competitive space yeah absolutely i can say as a customer a lot of cashbacks but i can see slowly they are disappearing so yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah i think they should actually i think for all the they businesses should. to thrive <laughs> they should yeah they have to <laughs> you can't earn your consumers right you can't buy your sales uh, yeah so. that is true that, that is true i mean i mean uh, there is nothing yeah. that beats an organic sale and the uh, stickiness which such stuck, uh, customers yes. leave behind right i mean that's a different yes. altogether uh, value proposition so so coming to yes. uh, this thing uh, ramendra so tell me what was if you can sort of ideate or walk us through you know couple of challenges which you uh, uh, faced during your couple of initial years and how did you solve them you know what was your approach how did you tackle those challenges and and, and as an entrepreneur right uh, uh, every day uh, we yeah. face some sort of challenge being from sales yes, to team to hiring i mean <laughs> every day it's hands on deck uh, yes. uh, hands on deck right so so tell us tell us share us yes. your experience you know 
So I think one biggest takeaway from my experience is uh, Ashish that you are as good as your team. Uh, you need to have people around you who challenge uh, your decisions, your thoughts, and they are not uh, yes men. So I think that only helps the brand's cause, the product's cause. Because if you guys, you know, are in a certain environment and you all think alike, I think there is definitely something wrong in your organization as such. You need to have people who challenge your thoughts, who have your uh, feedbacks, and also most importantly, who come with solutions also. So it's not uh, it's not a mandate that. Uh, you know as a as an entrepreneur or as a boss you need to have all the solutions i think more often than not uh, your solutions will lie with you know uh, certain situations or problems and sometimes i think people at the lowest hierarchical uh, positions give you the best answers so always i think my biggest takeaway is keep your ears open and keep an open mind and also uh, try and absorb as much as you can uh, from the people who have been in the industry more than you whether it be you know as someone you know as basic as a factory worker so you have to keep your ears to them listen to what they say why they say and i think those small things reap big uh, dividends uh, so that's what i think my biggest learning would be mm-hmm. And and how do you sort of uh, you mentioned right? There has been now uh, entry of many brands in this particular space. So what are the things which yes. you're trying to do differently, or how does someone make a name for themselves in such competitive markets and with players who are raising tons of capital uh, yes. every month or entry of new players? How, how do you how do yes. you manage such scenario? so i think of i think from from a planning perspective what i think uh, we at listen were very clear from uh, the beginning that we wanted to be a purpose led brand we didn't want to be a brand uh, which buys their sales and gives like you just touched upon i think the points having cashbacks having huge discounts because that gives the brand equity in the long run and i think for people like for most people like us who who are here to sort of thrive to have a positive cash flow i think you can afford to move slowly but you cannot afford to be in negative cash flows for a long time because then your brand doesn't survive so i you're right ashish i think that is the biggest challenge we are facing in terms of i think pricing Uh, in terms of discounting, because it's very difficult to be heard uh, with if you don't give discounts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and it's very refreshing to hear you know, uh, and founder saying to go slow. Yeah. Rarely you hear these things nowadays, right? <laughs> it's all about ten x. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's it's I always good to know. You I know. heard a very yeah. So I heard a very important, very very interesting quote. Uh, I was watching. Uh, and tv tv show which is very popular these days so mm-hmm. they said uh, that you know businesses especially fashion businesses are not run on excel sheets uh, they are run on fashion mm-hmm. so i think that is the biggest uh, you know and that really stuck with me because you cannot plan anything uh, you know conclusive if you are not if you don't have your ears to the ground
so i think that is very important absolutely and one of the so d2c space has been very fascinating i don't operate in d2c space at all i my journey has been purely in b2b okay. i feel that's much more my comfort zone you know that's i could yeah, the requirement yeah, from good. customer you make it you deliver you replicate easy right but sometime i do miss easy. the yeah, yeah. limelight in d2c <laughs> uh, but my question <laughs> to you is in I, I i always ask you know all the most of the d2c founders i don't have a concrete uh, answer to it but from your perspective which okay. is more yeah. um, bigger or which plays a bigger role product or distribution uh i think for uh, people like a lot of brands who are just starting out i think initially distribution plays a bigger role uh, but then i think after your first purchase or even a placement i think your product has to speak of from itself i think there is only a small nudge that the seller can give you so even if you have all the distribution in the world you have a lot of billion uh, you know dollar companies who fail at uh, products also even though they have i think lakhs and lakhs of distribution outlets uh, is because their product is maybe not you know uh, fit in that particular space so i think to start off distribution is is much more i think important but i think progressively it is your product uh, that speaks for itself if you have a good product uh, i think you have the best combination that can be because that's what my uh, i think understanding is that good products rarely fail i think they take their own time but they rarely fail uh, yeah that makes that's sense what my sense is. Mm-hmm. makes sense so uh, yeah. uh, what's uh, what's the business model at uh, listen uh so do you guys procure the product you manufacture yourself and how do you distribute or or what all platforms so walk us through the entire supply yeah. chain how does it looks like yeah so ashish i think like i told before uh we have taken about one and a half two years to get uh, to about 14 products uh which we have in our range right now uh so all the products are curated uh from different uh, manufacturers and very i think big acclaimed global labs uh, based in south korea so there is not a single uh, pro, you know single manufacturer who does all our products so we took our time we took our uh, time doing our diligences we had some consumer uh, panel tests also done uh, other i think important test in term of, in terms of product efficacy and how effective they are so we took our time on that so all those products uh we have been able to curate out of different manufacturing houses and some really big names out of uh, south korea and we get the products here and we right now directly distribute uh, to through our website and we are live on a couple of websites like uh, amazon flipkart uh, and uh, i think very soon we'll add to that that list Okay. and uh, are these uh, the products which you are curating are do you sell them under your own label or uh, you retain from the original manufacturer yeah yeah so listen so listen is a product as a brand it's owned by us so all uh, products come under the brand name of listen mm-hmm. and uh, all these formulations also uh, we have been able to sort of partner with all those uh, you know uh, people uh, who are who 
who have been manufacturing these products so there is a certain sense of exclusivity also that is there uh, so all these products uh, are under the brand name listen listen is owned by us and even the products they are hand baked out of hundreds of choices we had uh, so in that sense they are very exclusive okay and what 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 has been your strategy um in acquiring customers uh, so we discussed cashback uh, is not an effective option so what are the strategies are you uh, implementing uh, to acquire customers uh, so ashish right now uh, we have been trying i think uh, social media advertising is uh, the strategy i think the short term strategy is that uh, to acquire consumers through our social media channels and uh, you know Uh, media spends through the, those channels like google youtube uh, instagram etc i think that is where most of our uh, consumers reside today uh, because it's it's a little bit of a uh, i would say not a very mass brand so we uh, pr- price our products at a certain you know premium to what i think all the indian players right now do so so the you know tam is uh, for us is residing in these social media and they snack a lot of videos they snack a lot of instagram uh, so i think that is what uh, for the, for the short term we are targeting oh, talk about instagram i have to put a app timer on my instagram to just to avoid myself going on to yeah. instagram <laughs> i think it's, it's usually addictive yeah yeah it's usually addictive I now have an app timer so, on all yeah. my social media. I, apps, so I don't spend more than thirty minutes. Otherwise, it will. I think all weird. of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all of us have Ashish. I think uh, it's it's a common string for all of us. I think all, even I have. I think it's very important uh, to have that. Otherwise, you rightly said it. Minutes transcend into hours, and you end up doing nothing the whole day. Absolutely, absolutely. that's all yeah. together a uh, uh, very tricky topic so uh, now coming to this very sort tricky. of uh, the, the the strategy you you are implementing so uh, how does in terms of you know how effective how effectively has this strategy been working for you right i mean there is a cost uh, to acquire right yes. you have to spend a lot of money upfront to acquire and then there is the concept of how much are you able to what what is sort of the repeat orders you are getting or uh, what is you know per customer uh, uh, spending power or the share of yeah. wallet so how do you optimize all these different variables yes. or your currently the target is to acquire as much as customers possible or how do you try to cross sell them upsell them i mean after the customer has onboarded yeah. so uh, so i think ashish to start with i think initially uh, i think from what my sense is i think uh, this year and i think maybe another year after that uh, you you cannot really take uh, you know the cost metrics is very seriously your customer acquisition costs are going to go through the roof because you are a new brand and you you will take more time uh, to convince and you know to tell tell you, you know your prospective customers more about yourself and as much as the market has grown uh, so has and very rightly so the evolution and the education uh, 
the customers have uh, i think including you and me we are much more smarter uh, than maybe we were maybe 10 years back we do more checks we do uh, you know we we need more convincing so i think that is very fair and uh, so i try not to get drawn into uh, you know that matrix of an acquisition cost right now because it's going to go through the roof and uh, it might just make you know uh, you cannot um, afford to make wrong decisions based on that so i think the first few i think one two years i think awareness uh, needs to be your prime uh, incentive you know incentive and sales coming through that awareness and repeats coming through those sales i think that is the way you should look at it at least from a listens point of view that is the way we are looking at it that i think Makes the first few years yeah they they will take their own time and so i think for sustainability that is what my understanding is yes absolutely and i think uh, the the one point which you mentioned right we all have become more conscious or we do a lot of checks but at the end of the day at least what i feel for myself is i become much more of an impulse buyer <laughs> it totally depends right i see a random <laughs> ad on insta and it's like oh it looks very cool oh let me try <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. yeah that's right that's absolutely right so i think tell me uh, ashish so what the slight difference is so i think the sorry, slight different go. ashish sorry to interrupt you the slight difference is that uh, i think this is a very very intrusive sort of you know you putting these things on your face and uh, you have to sort of be consistent and skin care is something that requires the most commitment so i think as much as um, i think we would also la- love to have buyers like you <laughs> but i think uh, we haven't <laughs> so we haven't faced many like you i think that is what <laughs> <laughs> definitely i think uh, we are uh, we are also there some part of the good chunk <laughs> no no but we will be we will be searching for impulse buyers we haven't found many unfortunately but yes i think uh, that's that's uh, we would be lucky if we have uh, yeah. these kind absolutely. of absolutely absolutely so ravindeep tell me uh, now what's your strategy to scale right do you plan to raise capital do you like venture capital or do you want to fund it uh from yourself or what's your idea on that front so ashish um, right now i think uh, we are a bootstrap business it's entirely funded by us as a family only so i would want it to be that way uh, for as long as i can uh, but never say never is uh, i think one more thing you have to keep in mind but i think for the near future uh, we are not really uh, you know compulsively looking out for capital and i also believe i think first there is a proof of concept that needs to be there uh, to scale uh, the brand and also uh, i think for any to raise money also so uh, personally i think i would want myself to sort of drive it uh, for a longer time yes so hypothetically speaking right so if someone says they are willing to invest 100 million dollars you'll say no to them 
<laughs> so I think their uh, this thing has to match uh, Ashish. I think uh, your ideologies have to match. If they match mm. with what you know our vision has been for listen, I would take that uh, offer uh, hands down any day. But I think for someone like to come in and offer any kind of money and sort of change, uh, you know, the way you look at a certain brand. Uh, change the way you look at a certain business. I think that is somewhere maybe I will not be comfortable right now sure. because uh, like I said, I think I want to build a profitable business, a cash flow positive business as soon as you know possible. That is my main aim and uh, even though it might take us a little bit longer, but I think uh, in the longer sort of scheme of things, we should be able to you know, justify that uh, stance. Hopefully. And from your perspective, have you seen, I'm just going back a little uh, uh, yeah. onto one of the previous things. So you mentioned you are also selling on Amazon and your own website. So uh, do you think uh, uh, Amazon, uh, like what is the current scenario? Are you getting more sales from Amazon versus your website? I am assuming it would be Amazon because they already have an established customer base. But moving onwards, how do you, please correct me if I'm wrong and moving forward, how do you yeah. see uh, things shaping up? Which channel do you feel will be the core uh, driving the sales? So, uh, Ashish, right now, I think uh, we've recently, uh, you know, completed our listing on Amazon. Okay. So, as things stand, I think our website fetches up more sales mm-hmm. uh, as things, uh, things are right now. Uh, but I think you're right. Amazon being Amazon, they're really big and they have lot of uh, you know already uh, you know consumers that visit their site every day so i think this metrics may may change soon so as we speak it is actually the other way around um, going forward ashish i think uh, we should uh, do well on all beauty heavy uh, retailers mm-hmm. and including amazon i think amazon is one of the biggest right now uh, in terms of beauty also even though I think they don't push it as much, uh, but they're really big in beauty. So I think uh, BPC categories uh, focused websites like Nikas of the world, like Purples of the world, um, like uh, I think there are very many new bodies. So there are a lot of new uh, channels that have come up. So which uh, I think it's it's more of, I think the customers, you know, come to those websites with a certain intent so i think the chances of you getting a sale over there are higher so we would want to push uh, ourselves more on these kind of websites who are more bpc so heavy okay and do you also plan to uh, uh, i'm not aware like for nike also you plan to list your products yeah i think we will try soon uh, i think uh, right now we haven't really you know, uh, pitch them also internally, but we will do it very soon. Uh, I think uh, we do plan and hopefully I think because uh, once the brand also has a certain amount of recall and certain amount of, I think proof of concept, I keep coming back to that word. Mm-hmm. Once you have more and more enough people who want your brand also, uh, mm-hmm. then I think it's a, it's a good time to marry. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. and, and yeah. do you also plan to add more product or you want to see the traction behind the existing portfolio of products? Uh, 
so Ashish, right now we have a total of 14 products, mm-hmm. which for any for any brand like ours is a very good number uh, okay. for uh, you know for the for the prices and for the uh, profile of uh, skin phases we talk about. Mm-hmm. But I think that being said, it's one more thing uh, you know that I have learned is uh, you have to keep adding uh, you know meaningful products hmm. to your kitty every now and then because I think the market keeps evolving and you have to keep evolving with that. So uh, I think while our core focus for the next few months will be our launch products, but uh, we are already working with uh, different manufacturers for our next phase of launch uh, that will also happen within the year only. Wonderful. Uh, that's uh, yeah. absolutely good to know, Ramandeep. And uh, yeah, uh, so uh, uh, your what are your final sort of, you know, your suggestion for our listeners in terms of, you know, who are looking to make a break into this space? You know, how will you guide them from your experience? Uh, what should they do? What should they not do? And yeah. Uh, so I think to all the listeners, and I'm sure there are many, because it's Ashish's podcast. So I would just, uh, I think from my experience, tell you guys that try and uh, do things that, uh, you know, are different, uh, have a purpose more importantly, and uh, just avoid uh, being a Me Too brand, because that is the easiest way. It will fetch you immediate results, but the bubble bursts uh, very quickly for these kind of brands. So I think take your time, do the hustle, uh, but I think uh, you should always play by what you believe in. And I think most importantly, the product is the king. So even if you take time, you have to ensure that for that particular price, uh, the product is the best in the market. I think that way you can hardly fail. I think these are two very excellent point Ramandeep I'm so glad to hear uh, because in all this sort of noise in terms of for growth many things gets compromised right so I think that's very important yeah. so uh, if things are taking time and it's absolutely fine and you know and sometimes it is required to build great products right you have to go through multiple yeah, iterations exactly. process or product and 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 the second important point right if the pricing is done correctly right if 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 it is at the right value yeah. what the product is offering and if it is pr- priced correctly it can do wonders definitely yeah. uh, wonderful thank you so much Ramandi, for your time it was such a pleasure talking to you and understand from a very refreshing perspective thank you ashish i think it was my pleasure uh, uh, you know being over here chatting with you and uh, i think i've heard a lot of your podcast earlier but it's it's kind of you know a very very special uh, moment for me also to be here and to chat with you it's been my pleasure absolute pleasure